0: Hello. Hello,
1: everyone. Welcome to uh, the Hunk Papa podcast. This is episode one, the very first episode uh, we're going to do. So, yeah, we, well, hopefully it's going to go very well. Hopefully. Yeah. Hope it's not a disaster. Anyway,
2: on episode number one, we've got Ewan Fryers, a friend of the band we met on tour across Europe. Ewan was great crack, kept me and Paddy entertained, and uh, we thought we'd ask him on. He's got a really good um, story. He's playing bands Axisov, he's now playing Catlan. He's toured with him, so I watch you from far, and he's done loads of cool stuff. So we hope you enjoy it. Here's episode one. Here's episode one.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the inaugural episode of the Hunk Papa podcast. Hello,
2: hello. Colin.
1: Hello. German Wesson, hello. Hello, Patrick. How are we? I'm very well. How are you? Friars. And uh, our guest this morning, first guest is Ewan Fryers. Of right. you and Friars, Friars.com. I'm so honoured to be
0: the first guest in the podcast. Are you excited? Yeah. You must have had a long list of people that refused, and I'm like somewhere in the ball surely.
1: You were you were just so so quick on the uptake, it was very we we're very happy to have you. Okay. Um so yes, I think we'll we'll have done like a little uh a little bit of a, a bio on you prior to this okay. this bit starting. Yeah. so the people already have a bit of an idea. But um let's just crack, let's just jump in. Um, let's go, let's do it. Young life, where are you f- your young life, where yeah, are you from, so how I'm did you get into music?
0: Cool, yeah, well I'm a uh, North Coast head, uh, I grew up like, pretty much grew up White Park Bay, Ballantoy area, um, and then sort of went to school over like Port Blush, area, and that was kind of like where, that, we, we got, we, it was like my teenage years, when we talk about music, it was like my teenage years, it was all like skateboarding and surfing, you know the crack over there, and um, so we were always going over to Port Rush our, with, our, with our skateboards and uh, and I came from a family that were very like encouraging of that. My dad's an artist and um, my brother plays music and my, my sister's musical and we were like the family's very, you know, they were very encouraging of any like creativity like that. So um, yeah, like I would say I got into probably music was always there like traditional music like my, my my dad would play a lot of traditional music and they would ha- they would have a lot of like 70s rock music and stuff and that would have been always like as i was growing up i think the first thing that really made me be like oh that's something that i actually want to do was like the waking up in, for school in the morning and my sister would be playing bad religion through the wall like i could hear this punk music coming the through the wall. Like <laughs> no, no no this was like and that stuff like that like although Bad Religion isn't actually, like, something that I'm a big fan of now, but it was that kind of sound, and then from there I got into, like, kind of, like, punk punk rock was the type of music for me that, like, was my window to, like, being, like, I could actually be in a band or play music, yeah. you know, and um, then, yeah, so, yeah, I went to Dominican in Port Stewart, and, and uh, it was a, another, it was a school that was actually really good for, like, drama and the arts and encouraging that, and I had a music teacher who was, like, you want to play punk music? Cool. You know, he wasn't, like, you know he wasn't They didn't discourage me so um then from in, in school i i kind of like hung up with a little crowd and we just started playing in bands together and that was kind of like that was my window to it it's a bite-sized kind of breakdown maybe it's
2: kind of cool because like you don't really think of the north coast uh don't be a anyone from the north coast you kind of think of like barry's and you know where all these ice cream and stuff you yeah you really think of it like this cool hip Scaring
0: Haven. Yeah, and like yeah, there's the kinda it, it has a weird sort of like there's like there is an underbelly, do you know what I mean? There's like a cool scene it, up the north coast where it's like um an like an underground scene nearly of like an alternative world. Yeah. And like things like um the Korean Council and stuff like that, they've they've like they they're so they, they discourage young people so much up there. i found that for yeah. so, so many years. It's like, they could, like, the North Coast could have been turned into, like, the kind of the Cornwall of Arboros. Yeah. Of yeah. Yeah. If, if that had been, like, encouraged, yeah. they never built the skate park and they never, So like, there, there is no skate park? No, there's still, still no skate is. park oh, really? in the rush. So they never, oh, like, but that's just one example of like, how yeah. they never, kind of like, instead of, instead of looking at all the young people doing alternative things, yeah. and going, like, we should encourage this because that would be really cool for our area. Yeah. They've gone, like, now nah, we just need another like, uh, bingo machine. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, But that,
1: but that's the way. That's the way they fail in doing what they want to do. Like if the council don't really like young people, and they, the way you kind of manage them is to give them a, like a little bit of what of what they want. Because totally. if you don't, then as you say it, that's what springs. It's what feeds the yeah, fight. Exactly, that's what,
0: and and like, and it makes it really makes me sad in in many ways because I know like amazing. Um, there's like amazing musicians that have come from there that are all just that they just had to move here yeah you know or there's like people was, was
2: dairy an option was that like cause that's close city was that ever an option yeah i always find that because i hear such a buzz about dairy too. i've only been a couple of times and i don't really know much about
0: it probably. yeah well like, we we spent a lot of time in dairy like after because our label later on in access of was a dairy based label yeah. So I got to know it from that. But weirdly, that's another strange thing about here is that, like, you know, most countries have a, like, um, there's there's a sort of competition between the two biggest cities yeah. in, in pulling people from the countryside to each of these cities. Whereas, like, Belfast just, just like, absorbs everybody. Yeah. Like, Derry doesn't really seem to be a contender in, in that sense, which is sad because Derry's an awesome city yeah. and the people there are fucking lunatics, <laughs> which which I, which I love. Um but yeah no we 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 it was like i gravitated from the sticks into port rush and yeah. all that and then eventually the next step was going down to belfast and meeting people down here but yeah i think it's like as you say it doesn't it doesn't directly have that reputation as somewhere for like cool arty creative stuff yeah but once you dig down you, you'll actually find that probably if you go through a load of bands that are like kicking ass in belfast right yeah. now
2: mm-hmm. that.
0: yeah You'll find that um, a lot of those bands are—they uh, <laughs> have North Coast members. Like Weston. I think
1: it's working. Can you turn the phone off? Amateur
0: <laughs> R. Amateur R. Just turn the phone off. That was Ruth. Can you turn the
1: phone off? I don't know how to. Like, was that a new phone? Yeah. Oh, how exciting! He's got a burner. Oh. Um, what, 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 well, well, what way will well, you He's edit. coming back, he's back, he's coming back. He's back. Well, cool, we could just leave all this. Sorry
0: about that, I do don't know how to turn my mobile off. Do we, uh, do we need to, do we need to pause and reset? No, it? maybe
1: the YouTube can be the uncut version, and then, mm-hmm. but we'll edit it for the podcast, I don't know. Slash, like, no, the, the, the uh, version? No, just, just, uh, where, 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 how far well, did I you get along say, with it? I was
0: sort of making the point, I can't even really remember, I was sort of saying that if you, yeah. You dig yeah, down. We don't dig have down. the reputation, maybe, on the surface, of that like creative thing but if you dig down into lot, like the north coast yeah maybe yeah. not yeah and it's just like oh it's, it's all about like golf and <laughs> you know two P machines but what if you dig down into a lot of the bands that are like really vibrant maybe up in belfast yeah. loads of them have north coast members and yeah. like they in... friends oh, yeah 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 they're the contemporary they're Do you, the... you had like and so watches all north coast are they yeah I brand mean. new friend and then even like going back to like the Panama Kings era, they were like North half them North Coast Lafaro, like all these kinds of bands that like I grew up like. Are fighting with war from North Coast? They're dairy. Oh, right. Yeah, but yeah. There's there there's definitely it's a cool place, and I'm very proud, obviously, to have come from there. So yeah. Um. So then you moved on to Belfast. Yes. Was so that they, with a the band then? Yeah. Essentially, like, and those years of being in punk bands and school and stuff and. And doing that. You, so we started. Sorry, Rob. No, you started back in school then. Yeah, we started like, yeah, I was probably like fourteen when I started playing like and in, in bands and playing around the country and stuff. And it was like, uh just purely like DIY, and that was like. Uh, country covers. No, it was all like. a different cleaning
2: up, making cash.
0: Yeah, all we were, pro- cash we were probably playing in venues that like we're hoping for the band to be doing that, but we were like teenagers, like <laughs> with like spiky hair and whatever, shouting at them. But um, at the end of school, then I started a band, Axis Of with, with Niall Aller, And it was like, from, from there, that was kind of like, did we, Niall,
2: how, how did you meet Niall? And how did you meet
0: We all used to play in this bar in toy Right. Where it was like, all these people would amass there every like Friday for probably like a year where this like bar owner was like, I can make loads of money, potentially get in loads of trouble because it's like the the people that are coming here can't even <sighs> see the over yeah. the bar. But he was just like, I'll just do this for as long as maybe I get stopped. That's great. So did you like know all these people then? Yeah, well, we all just like so everyone from like all the schools around the area started going to this bar, and and any band could play, and that was uh, that was really vibrant because I met loads of people who are still playing music now. Yeah. In that scene, but like literally, it was like you wouldn't believe it if I was t- 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 explain this bar to people now it was like children like I, if, if, I, if I went in there now and saw it it would be like something else a horror film yeah he's grooming all these kids oh, <laughs> like, children essentially and like, but the guy was just like right I'm gonna i probably get in trouble for this but I figure he was just like I'm gonna I have a good year of just like this bar doesn't see like crowds like this yeah, he yeah. he's just but like what was the name of the bar is it still open yes yeah, it was called the carcarrade bar carcarrade like yeah. but it's like <laughs> his maybe his motives for like, allowing this to happen weren't so good but what it did for all, all like people that were into like playing music yeah was amazing so i met nile there amongst many other people and we started this band that were like we were we were like here we could actually you know go and play we could tour this or we could like yeah. actually, you know, really like invest all our time in it. So then like that, when we finished our, when we finished at school, we moved up to Belfast together yeah. and kind of like, have been like. So yeah. It.
1: And so, so Axis of was, it was like a conscious decision to pursue yeah the, the, a band. Yeah. You didn't just like fall into it. It was like, right, let's really no, well, give this like.
0: The kind of bands that like, so me and Nan knew each other from playing in, you know, in in bands that would have been on gigs together a lot and me, me and him were sort of drawn to each other as like the the people in each other's bands that were like more sort of serious about it yeah yeah, yeah. you know and and we used to have these conversations where we we you know it'd be like ah oh, that you know my guitarist doesn't really he's not arsed and then i'd be like yeah, yeah i know how you feel and eventually we just ha- had these conversations and it was like the really and the really enjoyable thing for us wasn't to like just it wasn't just a night out. Mm-hmm. The most enjoyable thing about the music was like really making it as yeah. good as it could be and like really, really like digging into like where could we where could we play, you know, or what could we like so that's that's how we were drawn to each other and then that's how our band so started. That's such a
2: great motivation. Like is striving to make the best music you can. Yeah. I think that's like the foundation. Like
0: right? Yeah, exactly, yeah. And it's it's so um, it's so empowering when you find someone that's like like minded like that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, Absolutely. So yeah, we moved to uh, we moved up here, and we we played. We were like Axis of when we began was still very much in the kind of punk world. So we stuck. We started by trying to play in this sort of what you would call the more like the punk scene of Belfast, which at that time was huge.
1: And what yeah. What time was this? What year was? That would
0: have yeah. been like probably, like, 2007, 8, probably 2008, and it was, like, Belfast had this scene up here which (coughs) was, like, proper, you know, DM boots and tartan trousers and all this. And, like, on face of it, I thought this was so cool. And I still do, broadly speaking, I love all... When I see a punk in all that garb, I think that's so cool. But what we found very quickly was that we were trying to do something that was, like, just we were trying to be original and do something different and like like classic punks yeah fucking hated us for that reason and we used to go and play on the front page and we were still like teenage we were like 18 playing gigs and all these like you know 30 year old old punk like like jaded old assholes would like heckle us and shit and it was so funny like thinking back like i I couldn't imagine heckling an 18 year old now No matter how much I hated I their like bands. Wrestling isn't a fit,
1: it's not a thing anymore, unless you're a comedy company.
0: Yeah, so, ex- exactly, yeah. So we were, we were kind of like, we, we tried to like be in that scene for ages, but the, the Belfast sort of punk scene, or at least what they considered punk, was very like a toxic environment. Yeah. And then we sort of, uh, probably a year or so after Sorry, that.
2: But what sort of venues like were, were the punk sort of venues back then? We would have
0: right? been playing, mostly in that world, we would have been playing the likes of The Front Page, okay. which is like down near um, St. Anne's. Okay. But then we would have played um, venues that are still going, would have been like Auntie Annie's. We played in the pavilion all the time, yeah, like okay. a million times. Yeah. Um, and like Lavery's and. Did you get a Phil
2: McCarroll gig in the pavilion?
0: Probably. Yeah. We played every gig under the sun for you weeks. Phil McCarroll? We the
2: film, the show. No.
0: He, he, he was in bands, right?
2: Uh, I think so. Was he? Well,
1: yeah,
0: think,
2: yeah, he was. Oh, he was, yeah, but he's also Phil McCarroll. Yeah. That's the name of band, isn't it? it's like, like got, the, I think so uh, he's got one track that's like unbelievable it's like amazing his voice is really, really, I love I'm
0: sure we, we like came across him we, we played everything but we we sl- like we we moved away we tried to move away from playing in the the kind of punky scene and then we we eventually did a gig I think like our first gig out of that world was like kind of like an alternative Ulster night yeah and like loads of people came up to us after the gig and were like oh that was really good yeah and we were like yeah that's amazed. Kind of, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah whoa you know and people were so what current. venue was that sorry that probably would have been that would have been somewhere in lavery's as well like yeah. everyone was because like, the venue
2: dynamic in belfast has certainly changed like that was 2008 you kind of had the credit crunch and all that Aye. since it's like half of these venues don't exist or they've changed ownership or names or something we,
0: so yeah for sure i mean like from then on from what, when we started playing in um in the more kind of what would you call like a more alternative scene like away from the kind of punk scene yeah um all that's changed so much because then we were playing in like the student union all the time which is yeah. obviously like changed and um, that was a great
2: time for that like when students were so actively engaged in the scene yes yeah, like yeah. the two-door
0: cinema club yourselves general fiasco all that stuff i because that would have been the, the next thing so after moving away from the kind of standard punky world it was into the, like what we would call like the little solidarity time when um so and so watch from afar put this big gig on called the little solidarity. And yeah. It was in like two thousand nine, I think, and that was like man. If you look back at the lineup of that, you had like two general fiasco, fight the wire, so yeah. watch from afar, Panama Kings, like you see that is that like stacked. even now <laughs> that you kind of
2: think that that's a really strong lineup, and it's like now you know if you were to have that, it's like I don't know if you'd have bands that could have such a strong pull as that, do you know what I mean? Mm. As a well, like that, it's like, has the scene kind of,
0: see. I,
1: the, is there a
2: supportive scene though, or is it kind of, yeah. is off? it,
1: do you, do you think that's down more to, do you think that's more down to the people, and what the people want to do, with their Friday, Saturday, or, or midweek nights, or do you yes. think it's more down to, you know, money, venues being I think less. to
0: a certain extent, so, I've talked a lot about this, um, and it has like, Scenes generally have an ebb and flow, and that's just natural. Then it was like critical mass, like this was like local bands that could fill out these this massive complex, right? And probably a lot of that was down to like that the kind of base level like cool culture was like guitar bands. There was like loads of guitar bands in the charts and stuff like that. So like you just have all these people that are sort of casual fans that just that were like packing out venues, and you could have like three nights. Uh, three gigs in one night in Belfast and they'd all be rammed. Yeah. Like all over town, you know. And whilst that doesn't happen because that kind of casual layer of like just sort of people that, you know, were going because it was like the thing to do then, that's kind of dropped away. Would but, you say
2: that's because of like it flows down to so the charts? There, there, are, yeah. there are less guitar bands in the charts and subsequently people aren't.
0: I think that's a big part of it. And then also just the fact that like it was like very known to people that Belfast was really good for like music, so everyone was very much like interested in local bands because it was like a big thing. But I think it has changed now a lot in that you the numbers might not be there in the same sense supporting a local scene, but the the amount of vibrant and interesting acts yeah. is just as good. Yeah,
2: I don't think the quality or quantity of good acts have like got less yeah so I think that has some really good bands
0: yeah too. and to me that's nearly that's nearly like more exciting that yeah. it's just like it's just like we got rid of all the like the kind of just casual people and now it's yeah. like you just gotta be really into it yeah so like you could have like a house party show and just it'll just be like well if you don't know about this band you know and it's <laughs> just like Fucking ten people in there or something. That that's that's kind of really cool to me as well. Yeah. Although it's just sad because you probably could nearly make a career out of just playing in Belfast back then. <laughs> yeah. You know, whereas it's harder to make but, money, I but suppose. It's like
2: students, kind of now. If you look like if you look at student nights things now and um, what what's really selling, it's kind of like this rave bicep sort of thing. You've literally thousands of students. Yeah. Is that a new thing? Is that like a, a trend? Um, or did that exist back back then? Or it probably I, wasn't as popular, I right? think
1: I think that's definitely come more to the surface. Like I think, I remember like because rave rave culture in the nineties was like uh, underground, and that's what made it so like interesting and cool. And and you know you, you especially like 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 Manchester, London. They just just everyone goes to a warehouse, yeah. and it's like this real massive event. But I, I think it's just yeah, maybe just like the likes of because I I think maybe what it is is sort of EDM, Tomorrowland, you know, Europeans yeah, yeah. big like, everyone put your hands together. <laughs> like that, I think that's kind of... Super rad. That kind of got bigger and bigger probably when we, like, t- probably around that time as well, actually yeah. 2008, 2009. And then now that this is what it's kind of turned into. And you can see, like, the likes of, like, Irish artists that are doing really well in Ireland that can kind of keep selling tickets are the likes of Le Boom yeah. and DJ, like, Kojak, like, sort of more rappy DJing kind of things. Yeah. Who are, just, do seem to be able to make a career well, out of playing court? The they play court, Galway, anyway. Dublin. Felt like they can do that rotation. Whereas, <laughs> it's, it's it's tricky to as a guitar band to keep yeah. to have people keep coming to see you. Well, I don't know.
2: It's like I think there I are think bands, like guitar that. bands, that are still like doing really well. I think The Boom are just like a really a really good band. They're very good. Yeah, I'm not taking any that. You're just kind of festivals, kind of savvy with how they operate.
0: Yeah, and it's it's just kind of like if that's what people are going to, and that's like really, and the, I don't know a lot about maybe where like the students say are going or what they're into but I'm sure it's like got it's, it's got its own like you know like it's, it's its own creativeness and its own kind of like it's cool in its own way yeah, and like, yeah so it absolutely is I'm And just like if they want to do that whatever yeah.
1: the
2: production of these things like the telegraph building and stuff I, yeah. I managed to end up with one of those it was, it was interesting I actually I enjoyed it I think it was Bicep I saw who I really love I love that track Blue it's yeah. fantastic um, but the production and stuff was fantastic, and like the song was really good. And you know, I'm sitting there like judging it, like, "Oh, there's nothing being done live, man." <laughs> and, but it's like there's a thousand people there, no one cares. There's, yeah, like yeah. they're you know
1: that is, that is the thing with young people as well, and the and <coughs> students, and there is a, a sheep element to it. Like it's people do just want to have a good time, and but like a lot of people maybe just want to be told what's happening this night. It's like, right, guys, yeah. every or, you, it's. Or
0: if Mates are
1: going then Yeah, go. that that's it. It's like it requires, you know, it requires quite a lot to shift a load of people into going to one thing. Yeah, it requires yeah. one or two people to is, really hammer it. Yeah, it's mentality. like
2: it's like you know, it's it just takes two of the cool kids to go somewhere and the rest to follow. Do you know? It's like no one really cares because they're students. Like, uh, like assuming that it is students we're talking about. It's like you know, they'll go out for an excuse. They just want to get drunk. You know? uh, it's hey, like hey. you gotta capitalize on that. You know, it's. Um, but yeah I think it's just pretty cool the whole rave thing isn't
0: it? yeah there's, uh, there's, load, there's loads happening and there's loads happening in the scene with with the bands as well so it's yeah. kind of like and you're right about what we were saying before about you know the likes of loads of things like venues dropping away and stuff yeah. and that's just kind of like changed changed how maybe it's going to be better. done Yeah, maybe it's, it's like
2: because you know I kind of think of like all the venues that come mind in Belfast they're all like really good venues it's like we're i'm looking at dates now for let's say england or whatever and um, it's like you, you type in top venues in top 10 venues in flipping wherever i'm not, I'm not the name of city in the uk but or england but you type top 10 venues in belfast you're getting 10 class oh yeah yeah from small 100 cap to you know 2000 cap they're all top of the range like there's no they're all so well run like McHugh's 150 cap voodoo 200 cap like they're all run by top people yeah that aren't sleeping in they're like making sure their venues are competitive so it's
0: like maybe a good thing do you know yeah i agree yeah i think it's <laughs> super vibrant here you know anyways and i'm feeling positive
2: yeah we don't have any sticker venues though they're like cake and stickers
0: oh like a kind of like, like dive kind of dive of bar yeah, yeah like a european squat look to it yeah, yeah. it's not that edgy like nah I think that probably we also
2: provide food for artists really. There's no hummus or <laughs> or sliced meats. It's like we, we gotta work on that. Like bags of
0: potato won't do it. Oh, that, yeah, these little salty pretzel <laughs> sticks as well, you know, that you get. But we yeah.
2: paid for it, you get it. We don't really pay for it, so like we just cut all costs, but yeah. So yeah, we we got sidetracked, so uh I'm starving now. Are you starving? <laughs> just <or can> what? <laughs> A big vegan burger? <laughs> a big hummus. Hummus all oh costs. Don't get crisp in here. Um, <laughs> So yeah, you moved to Axisov with Niall. Yeah, yeah. And just, so what was the setup? Did you have other guys playing with
0: you? Then? Yeah, yeah. Well, we, like, we had, um, our, like, our main drummer for most of that time was Ethan. And, uh, he was kind of the, the two main albums and most of the touring, but we kind of always swapping out drummers either side of that. I guess the so core. you were doing kind of
2: the writing. Yeah, lyrics.
0: exactly. Yeah. And yeah. we were sort of, I suppose, the managers of it, if yeah. if you could say that um enforcers yeah exactly yeah uh the dictators of it but we um yeah that was like amazing experience and that we really did um like you know moving as 18 year olds and going like let's just be lifers at this let's just go nuts and we really did like we we like we played like i, I think it was like 500 shows and we just That's like nuts. we That's played in every That's sweaty little bar and in England that we could and we just went round in circles around yeah. the UK and then started touring in Europe and so, so
2: first you're in Belfast yes what was the moment where you around the table and like right let's do a gig let's put on a show somewhere
0: um, well we suppose we were coming up, it probably started before we even moved to Belfast we were yeah. coming up at the weekends and playing in the front page or something right. like that right and, um, <clears throat> so we, did you
2: play like regularly in these places yeah did they it, kind of have you come in and you play week in week out yeah
0: there was more of a it wasn't like yeah, I guess we weren't really going up and headlining much. Yeah, it was always just going up and being like, "There's this band in town that you can support, or we're having an all day, or you can come up and play yeah. that." And we just took everything. Yeah, like that was our our method was like, it it wasn't very <laughs> thought out, and yeah. maybe a bit later but we at kind that of stage it's
2: absolutely the way to do it. Yeah, but especially a team like you're still kind of developing. And well, working. I think
0: like maybe we got a bit more into the kind of strategy of like we'll put out a single and we'll put on a launch night and do that. Yeah. But in the early days, it was just very much like where can we play? How often can we gig? Just like take everything, yeah. Do it for like nothing, <laughs> nearly, you know, and just like, just bust our asses. And I think that one one thing that I think is good about that approach for bands is that it teaches you how to be on stage. Yeah. Because by the time we got around to doing our single launch, that we really pushed, we'd probably done two hundred shows, yeah, so we knew yeah. how to like actually perform. Absolutely. Yeah. So that that I think that's a really um. Important thing for bands is like actually playing live. Plus for us, that's the most enjoyable aspect of being in a band anyway. Yeah. So. Exactly. We, that's all about, yeah, right? yeah. So I, we, 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 did that, and then, yeah, I guess I'm trying to think of kind of the history of the band as such, but we, we, yeah, we were playing around. I suppose we started turn like UK and I think into Europe before we put out the the first album
2: so how did the how did the touring come about did you guys look at venues and book them or the touring was
0: like again just like diy networks and for having for having sort of turned our back as such on the punk scene in belfast yeah we realized that out into europe and into parts of uk and stuff like that that kind of punk scene wasn't as toxic as as maybe in belfast i find that so
2: interesting so like what do you mean by toxic? Like, were the
0: people just assholes? Bullies. like, Seriously? Yeah, yeah. The, you that there is, like,
2: we don't, I don't really know much about the punk scene. Yeah. Is there still a punk scene in Melbourne? Not like
0: that. Not, not, and I think, that, I think the negative aspects are why it imploded. Yeah. So, like, I remember being told as it's like,
2: There's always a great time for punk. Yeah, not for not always, sure. like, you've got idols tearing up. Yeah. Fontaine's DC. Well, and, this is
0: the, this is the thing. So, like, what when we moved away and started when I said we played like uh, an alternative Ulster Al- night, the A U night, that like it within the punk scene that would have been like, uh, you know, all trendies or whatever. Yeah. But that that night, actually struck a chord with me, being like, that's more punk than like the punk shit that we'd been playing because it was actually people that liked all the bands to sound different yeah. and it liked, and it was people that were encouraging like DIY mentality and it was like, you, you know, so the whole like little solidarity, Ollie and so watching from afar stuff, that was like the punk that I'd read about as yeah, a teenager. I
2: think punk is like kind of showing out for the, you know, for the injustices yeah. going on and kind of standing up for the bigger for the, exactly. like, man. And I don't think that like, you know, the, the, shooting young guys that you done is in the spirit of punk really
0: for sure yeah and that's when like yeah that was that was punk for us t- to see that kind of world and um, then whenever we kind of look back at like the, the the punk scene the, the the classic punk scene that we came from there were right enough there were and still are a few people that have come from that are like doing really cool things but generally speaking there was like not really a fanzine or a record label or like yeah. loads of bands it wasn't like as it was just like bullies getting drunk with each other that's it, like, yeah. and it wasn't really like inspiring dust. us that's interesting I love it yeah it's
1: because it's sort of the punk the, the punk scene in Belfast is sort of in the in like the mainstream like the BBC like to pe- like oh there's they sort of put out documentaries and things on how it was like a haven of oh, yeah. punk and they sell big oh I suppose that's going what, way back sorry is that yeah. sorry I'm, I've now just realised yeah 80s kind of yeah. 80s 90s okay that makes more sense make it makes
2: sense there's so much like political instability. Yeah. 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 Um but I but I suppose that's why now it's so I, I think that's why it's kind of emerged now. It's kind of, you know, Brexit, you know, Trump, all this stuff that people keep harping on about. Yeah, yeah. I think it's all in my opinion, I don't think it is as doom and gloom as people make it out to be, you know, like most people, you know, have food in their bellies in this country, I hope anyway. I but anyway it's kind of I think it's trendy at the minute, punk and like um, it's a shame that Belfast. Well, no, Belfast. We do have like the wood savages. they kind of they're doing very well. Yeah, and
1: Charum, and the charlem punk, charlem punk, skater punk. Kind yeah, of I guess yeah.
0: Kind of, I don't thing know how is you. Like, I quickly realised that like it's just like you don't have to be like a sound like a punk band to like be a political Absolutely, band. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So I think it's just like that's and that's, that's encouraging. So true. You know. That is so. True. so um but where i was trying to yeah so axis of we got like what we we you know started touring we 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 like it was all diy everything was like self-funded like just kind of like this mad adventure of like booking a tour and then someone in the band turned around and being like how are we gonna like pay for the ferry (laughs) and uh, just being like doesn't matter we're just going (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) 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 it was just like um it was kind of like that gung-ho mentality of like, you know, booking booking like two weeks in a studio because we need to record an album and then being like, we don't have any money. Well, like, it was yeah. just like, we'll find it. and yeah, 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 And like, to be fair, we always kind of like, it always worked out. We were like... But that's great. It's like,
2: I, you know, I, I speak to music key people a lot now that we're kind of trying to work out the whole industry thing. And I, and I find all the time a lot of people just don't take the leap in things. Yeah. And they make reasons why not to, which is totally fine. But I, I think i think in this in this game the music world it's like you just have to take the leap and yeah do it by any means and,
0: and, and i do understand probably a lot of people that you might talk to are like people that like you know are like raising children or you yeah. know like have to pay <laughs> you know but like we were like just we could afford to just be like fuck it you yeah. know like we we got n- nothing we got like no responsibilities and so yeah but uh, the other, the other thing about being like that and doing all that kind of like being like DIY or just being gung ho with things. Another thing that like I can just look back on that now and the memories of it all are just so good. Yeah. And it was like so much fun. Yeah. Wow. And that was the fun aspect of it, you know, just just like kind of. Just, that's
2: fantastic. Like that is such a massive victory. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's like so, so that's kind of like I can look back on on that time with that band and just be like, well, you know you can really get, you can, as a musician, you can get very bogged down on being like, how many millions of albums can we sell? Yeah. But, uh, when I, when all's said and done, you just want to be able to be, like, have no regrets about the experience of it and if anything, feel like it enriched your life. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's why I sent you Absolutely. this. I sent an email about, like, you know, the things that we could, what the, the of did that would be classed as our achievements would be, like, you know, certain gigs we did or tours we did or sessions we did or th- magazines that we were in but when, it, when i really look back on it the things i'm happiest about are like just getting to like bounce around europe with my mates and yeah. meet yeah. weird people and like oh do you remember that night we s- spoke to this and did this and saw you know and that's kind of like i'm, I'm kind of i'm learning as the years go on that like not only will that be the, the biggest takeaway, but you should also just try and appreciate that as it's happening. Yeah. Because yeah. in, in actually itself, we were probably guilty a lot of the time of being like, especially as we started putting out albums, we were probably always doing tours and like going, where's this headed? Yeah. Like, what can we get out of this? When we probably should have just been enjoying it at that yeah. moment. Enjoying yeah. the ride. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. I think that's one of the best things I've heard and I think that's, one of the best bits of advice you can ever give anyone
0: so as all i would say to like young bands is just like here just remember that it's good crack yeah you know it's like if if you know let's say in a different world you're you're a billionaire
2: it's like you probably you probably want to do nothing different than what you've done yeah exactly
0: and the other thing about it is is like if you chase sort of these like expectations or goals And, like, it is good to push, it's really good to push your band and and try to access many people, that's class, but if you're too fixated on it, then one day you'll be fucking you two selling out stadiums and still going, like, we could have got another 2,000 people in here, you know, it's just never going to be enough.
2: Yeah, that's so true. I think it's important to strike that balance between enjoying the moment and appreciating
0: taking it in, Yeah. Yeah. but still, like, waking up and you know looking after the, the future yeah. totally and there's nothing wrong with like wanting it to be as good as it can be or you know as i say accessing more fans and there's nothing really wrong with that but it's just you As it's
2: always like you're not whenever you're writing songs for example yeah, like it's like a slippery slope of like oh i could go to this g chord more people are gonna like that yeah don't compromise it's, the art so yeah, for sure it's yeah.
0: like you, if you've got to be authentic with your music yeah. first and foremost and that's one thing i've noticed with catalan It's like i'm recording i'm writing songs now just going like in my head just like right you love this artistically but you gotta you gotta know now in your own head that like you're not gonna be a rock star <laughs> with shit like this or like <laughs> weird stuff that would, weird lyrics and stuff it's just like i gotta know that put a few babies in there but oh, that baby. <laughs> yeah exactly right. love songs.
1: <laughs> but often those are the things that if they for whatever reason get their get their break and people do see them yeah, i think people never people never, appreciate yeah, them far more than yeah exactly you know the likes of like Justin Vernon of Bonnie Bears, the the key like he's done I, I didn't even know this until you sent me you know the three albums or whatever he did as Justin Vernon and they're all the set they're all Bonnie like they're all unbelievable Bonnie Bears songs that but, everyone would favorite, love but they but they just haven't been given that but then once once it does all kick off and then everyone's going back and finding all his original stuff it's like oh this is even better oh, yeah. I love this even more yeah, like exactly. it's like a- Still, and having that there stored, ready to go is...
2: When you say me, Justin Vernon and Bon Iver, Old Volcano, whatever, it's like the thing that I listen to is his first album, Self Record, that he did in the four track, like when he was 18 or 20. Yeah, It's like amazing. Check it out, it's so yeah. good.
1: It's the, it's, it's the, and like, it is happening today as well with um, Tom Mish is one of my favourite guys at the minute and he, yeah. he literally just did... He, he was re- like real 21st century about it and he just did mixtapes but on YouTube, these were our, lot like, essentially albums. He did like he essentially did five albums before he even did like you know the first single, yeah. and that's how they didn't like. There were people, there were little pockets of people going, "This is great, this guy's amazing, I love him," and trying to get him out and tell everyone. But it then, but then once it was the big, when everything kicked off for the for the singles and all that, then people just got this just enormous amount of stuff yeah, they can yeah, go back and listen yeah. to. And that just builds even more of a...
0: Well, that's, one, that's a really important thing I think they're kind of touching on as well, which I've noticed over the years of playing in bands, it's, it's maybe a bit of a, a sideline. But I've been fans of like local bands that I've like really invested my time into and, and been a huge fan of them. And what they've been doing as they've been building themselves in Belfast is that they've been like, we, we, we're, we'll... we'll make this single and we'll just like try and hit the big time kind of thing and then eventually we'll get the album out once we've signed the the perfect deal and that's that's cool they're trying to like go for that route but there's so many bands that it just never happened they never did get the big deal and then they just like the band died and then the album that they could have just self-recorded and put out to maybe the couple hundred fans that they did have in this city the album never came out yeah. and it would be an album I'd be still listening to there's bands that have come and gone and just kind of waited out to put out an album and now it's just like they, they don't <laughs> Long <Hello>, girls <laughs> <Like>, oh, <what laughs> we are doing <laughs> <laughs> well, <yeah. laughs> that makes perfect sense yeah. yeah and even well even so even if they didn't like even if they just recorded an album and just like it was just for their mates or yeah. whatever and they didn't have to make a big song and dance yeah, about exactly, it exactly. I just exactly. think it's like
2: it is more in the spirit of being an artist where artists is like just you know you should be obsessed and just create as much as you
0: can yeah and, and an album is like a uh, it's such a like having that like body of work and you know a thing that someone can just sit down with and be like give your band an R yeah I think that's like so much more it's so much more precious than like listening to a load of singles and yeah. singles. no absolutely but
2: like it, unfortunately it's like at the minute especially the music, industry and stuff but it, it's kind of it's vacuous to some degree in the sense of like i'd love to go in you know and record an album tomorrow yeah I said. do you know what i mean but it's like it's not advisable from a kind of without sound like oh, an yeah. Yeah. it's like the whole single thing seems to be how to do it like yeah, but if you but have to do a proper release really of anything other than just bucking it on spotify yeah. oh yeah like, that's, next, that's
0: the that's the landscape now yeah, yeah. and it's it sucks. It sucks.
1: It's, the, it's complete it's, bullshit. And it, I was, it's 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 because we've gone from, we've gone from back in the day when you would buy an album on vinyl and yeah. it was it was a whole kind of experience. You you know you get the album, go home, stick it on, listen to it. Like record com- like when streaming and things have come out, record companies go, oh, we don't we don't have to make a great entire album. We can just make. An album with two fantastic singles yeah. and then people will buy the album to, but just because the singles are like it's 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 such a like it's enabled well, it's like artists it's... and and labels to make w- not as good albums and yeah, then yeah. this whole thing of people listening to an entire album just isn't really like yeah, real music fans are the only people that really sit down and listen to an album nowadays and, your average person just just isn't and this is it's different. not what it was it's
2: like it's like the industry is not it's not about this is what i'm slowly realizing the music industry now is not about the music scene or the scenes or whatever it's about the general sarah age 21 from liverpool you know for example has just heard dead boys by sam fender do you know what i mean as she falls in love with him instantly sees a big sexy boy on youtube and that's enough for her to go buy a ticket and leave with a t-shirt right yeah so it's like it makes sense you know it's you don't need to record an album to be to become commercial which is sad and you're like it's it's not challenging artists
0: and it's not it might have been good yeah no but it is it's like that's kind of like how people are you know accessing fans or you know like making a career out of it um it is um, what it is and we are where we are it is what it is and like 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 catalan's just done four singles you know oh. so, so that's the that's the Twitter! that's the direction that I've done it, as well, and... and we like, haven't talked about Catalan. Yeah. Right. I want to go... Should we, yeah. we move But it's too to...
2: interesting. We'll, I want to hear more about Axisov. No, no, no. Catalan's... Uh, we're, we're, well, so well, I think
1: we we'll, Should we... Would you like to move on to Catalan? Yeah. We've, we're, we're, we'll have so, tie up the end of Axisov. Yeah, War. so tell us the, the story of where Axisov has been left. Because it has sort of been... It's not... It's not been... It's not done, it's not, it's not done it's but it's been... It's dormant volcano. Yes.
0: Exactly. Dormant. Dormant. In hibernation. So, like, we did uh, We did our last um, show in, I think it was, like, 2016. And it was kind of like, uh, Niall was, like, thinking he wanted to maybe go do a bit of travelling, and he thought that was, like, a good time to do it. We didn't actually have, like, a permanent drummer then as well, so it was, like, it was a good time to just kind of, like, I think, you know, we just put out an album and toured it. And kind of that was winding down. So what we did was we did like a, a la- our last show and like released a, like a live album from that tour. And it was actually quite nicely tied off and it was like a really, um, yeah, it was like a really odd thing to do knowing that it would probably be the last gig for a while. Yeah. A long while. Well, um, how did you
2: feel at the time? Was it kind of like, a, was it sad? It, or was
0: it-, it was really an odd one because um, it's just a very significant thing to kind of like, to to just be so like focused on this one thing for like the best part like 10 years yeah. and just be like everything in life was revolving around that like and it was like pr- pretty much prioritized for like 10 years and then to just kind of have that like pulled out from under you a little bit uh, there was no there was no like bad i wasn't like, annoyed at now for that at all um, if anything, he wanted to travel more because Axisov had given him a travel bug in the first place. Yes, yes. So like that was that was totally fine, but it was just a very like it f- did feel very like significant in a way. Yeah. And it's like I always think about you know. Do you remember? Um, your man from LCD Sound System had like a documentary about like their last ever gig. I haven't seen that. I do love LCD Sound. Um, so he like did a documentary about their last gig. And it was in like Madison Square Gardens, and I was like, <laughs> "I, am sure that's a bummer for you, the millionaire, you know." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was, it was kind of like that, like, you know, I hadn't given any less of my life to Axis of than he had the LCD sound system. Yeah. But like, he could just do, do whatever he wanted, mm-hmm. but like, I suppose what I did was I like, we did the gig, put the put the backline into it was in the limelight, put the put everything Axis of it into the van drove the van to um, off a
2: cliff. <laughs> nearly up to the you north coast. The <laughs> <laughs> up to
0: the north coast. And put it into kind of storage up there. And then that night I went to like France and like went into railing around Europe Because I knew that like if I was to just sit around. Yeah, you needed a wind down I, a cool I, down period. If, yeah. if I was to be in in and around Belfast and yeah. just like sort of like wear access of you know everything would remind me of that yeah so it's i thought breakups or, like, a horrendous 10 year long relationship is just done it's and... like we it, are breaking up with people that like you spend more time with than a, a yeah. partner or whatever because like when you go off to work in the morning you're together yeah when you go to bed at night you're together It's like okay. you're with them like especially and if you're touring all and life. it's yeah and it's a, so it's a business with and it's... It's like, <laughs> yeah we are to share thing. many meds together you know and it's, it's a proud to admit it. <laughs>
1: there's the business side of things as well. Like you you're you're, you're, yeah, you're essentially yeah. building a business together yeah. as well. Like that is absolute every facet of your life is, yeah, it's and is, is, so is tied together. Dream,
0: stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, we it was like it is it's a very significant thing, like and um yeah, so then I just went, I went over to like France and I tried to just spend a bit of time there and then kind of from there it was like I had um you know an interface and a microphone and stuff with me and I was kinda like If I want to do music, the option's there, if I don't. So
2: you brought that travelling around with you? Yeah,
0: a A a tiny mobile studio, yeah, and I had a guitar guitar for parts of it, and um, I kind of was just like, I just wanted there as a backup nearly, I wasn't like... Were you
2: you a pickup artist, was this? (laughs) (laughs) No. I'm Irish and I play in a band. (laughs) Yeah, exactly,
0: yeah, busking and stuff, no.
2: In every bar in Paris?
0: You know me too well.
2: <laughs>
0: um, n- so we, yeah. So I then kind of just fell into like writing music again, and then that brings us beautifully up to what, what became oh, we Catland. Uh, like three months or something.
2: Three months, and did you live anywhere for so Sandy permanently? Or was yeah,
0: it- yeah. There was a house that like we we like my girlfriend. I was with my girlfriend. Oh, you with your girlfriend? Yeah. So no pick up all for <laughs> Sorry. We'll you girl. Eye
2: contact. P.S. I love you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> again, you know me so well. Um, <laughs> so we, uh, yeah, I, I, I kind of didn't orchestrate that I would like start a new band or like get straight into doing like wanting to tour again. But yeah. basically what happened was yeah, I just, happened. I couldn't keep away from it, you know, so I started playing all this music that would later become catalan and um i've kind of been yeah just thrown out like you
2: didn't travel south to spain nah, no no because it's, no. it's like
0: catalan yeah. it's
2: like well
1: I'm yeah, where, where? why why catalan okay why? Yeah. that's my that was that was my first question i've, I've been wanting to ask for a while so
0: <laughs> catalan is a it's you know catalan is the language of catalonia and Ca- catalonia being famous for like their kind of separatist independence thing that they're mm-hmm. trying to they're trying to have so it was like, that was in the news a lot when I was, when I was naming the project. But almost less about that the, the that political element of it, although it's very interesting, the history of that's really interesting. But more, my, my reasoning was more that um, I wanted to name, the, the project needed to be focused around the words and the lyrics. And I wanted that to be the main driving point. Mm-hmm. And so I thought I'll name it after language and okay, then I just okay. thought Catalan yeah. looked cool and like people like to dig into that history of it and like to ask me interesting great, questions
2: it is a great name yeah
0: I really like it as a name and when we were doing I think we were doing um, I think it was the Belfast Telegraph show we did a couple of years ago with and so watching from afar it was like one of our, the first Catalan shows in Belfast um, Johnny Black who uh, would have been in like La Faro a band i loved over the years and i actually lived with johnny back years ago but he came up to me backstage and he was like i was just gonna call my new band catalan and then i saw that you you no did it way. and then it? Seriously? And, and that made me go like i really love the name now because yeah. i had a lot i have a lot of respect for johnny as a like a songwriter and lyricist so i was kind of like okay the name is good yeah, you yeah, know yeah. so i really i really like the name and um yeah it's, it's all about the, the lyrics i suppose and and yeah,
1: with Catland, we could you ever call it Matalan? <laughs> <laughs> that would be selling microwaves. The merch is all the Oh t-shirts. no, Matt! No, oh no, Sorry, I was thinking Matalan No, Matalan is um. I was gonna say that's big... why mums go to Matalan
2: That's Iceland. Iceland. Kerry, only follow Kerry Katona. That's why mums go to Matalan Again, cheap t-shirts. <laughs> so well. <laughs> Is it still a thing, Matalan, or is it closed? I
0: remember. I, can, it I think it's still. going to have a seriously so like a
1: membership card, don't you? No, you used to have to have a membership card to shop there. What? Which then they then obviously realized with the rise of the internet. No, is so that it, not macro? No, 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 Matalan. I think you used to have like a Matalan card. It's the now, weirdest we won't thing. It all, but it's it but like it's it's still, like balls, a, it's still just a it's still
0: just a like a Tesco's
1: <laughs> shop. Like it is literally just a. Sorry, it's So I'm kind of like
0: supermarket core. That's what I'm going for. Uh, sure. Yeah no no it's a it's a good name and that pro, uh, project should we say has been yeah it's like we've got uh, four tunes out Oka being the debut single
2: is that right Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That. yeah and I like
0: across there's <laughs> <They've laughs> our, plug, our very su- plug supportive of me and um, uh, we've done like a, yeah a handful of shows and I've been kind of busy Another element is that like I work for and so watch from afar so I've been busy a lot with that over the past, like simultaneously with Catalan so Catalan's been kind of something that's just worked in between those but then this year we're a bit more quiet with and so watch from far. so like Catalan this yeah. is hopefully the year where i'm gonna do a lot more because yeah. so. we haven't even I mean, discussed
2: that uh you know your brother is not so Watch from far. yeah you've
0: actually t- you did a tour with him yeah, yeah a couple of tours yeah you know well I was kind of like
2: from roadie to the stage you've done it all
0: yeah i've been I've been like on and off with them for like since day one sort of thing, and obviously a very inspiring act to be around and i' I feel very blessed to have been part of their story um and I've done it yeah, like merch through to driving through to l- like masseuse. A, not masseuse, just a confidant and uh <laughs> therapist i suppose um but, uh, and bass and with- right through to bass last year I was playing a lot of bass with them what was your
2: bass stance did you go for the big wide leg and
0: bass up aye like new like corn new metal <laughs> sort of thing <laughs> yeah. yeah. five string don't tell you the five string slapping know. it and everything did you have a five string no I did yeah, not no oh yeah. <laughs> I are <haven't. laughs> not enough. my bass stance is uh, I try to be as inconspicuous as I can okay not too low not too high did you have have you ever seen that Metallica bass edition what do you call the dude they give him a million bucks there and then
2: yeah, but what do you call it? What's he called the long hair? He looks
0: like a Lord of the Rings. He's he's in uh, Su- suicidal tendencies. That yeah. guy. Uh, did you see his edition? Aye.
2: like And some kind of monster, right? Yeah. Yeah. They, should get the they gave team.
0: me a, uh, and so what? You gave me a million quid on the first day. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Get photos of Barry. Just you know, like <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that's not true.
1: They're actually very special bands right it's nothing slag. <laughs> Those yes. these. Oh, mind i have had ai think this would be a very interesting. For you to tell all of our listeners and our viewers, but especially especially sort of young people who are kind of thinking about even the people who, um, you know, not necessarily think about getting into bands but want to get into music. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe one day they want to be a manager, maybe they want to be a tour manager, maybe they want to do all these kinds of roles. And I think the roles that you've done and the role you did, because you were on tour with us with Dvochka, which is how how we met you. Uh, And uh, and I think those kind of roles would be essential for someone. Who wants to kind of really get into the the other side of music rather than playing? Uh how do you just meet people and just ask to come and just get on do you just try and load yourself onto tours or is there like is there a career path kind of route that you can go yeah. down? Like how what well, are the best ways to
0: So I would say to
1: to get into that side of things? Selling merch, rode, kinda crew members. Yeah, crew, the crew.
0: Well, oh. you know, I've met so many people over the years doing it who are like I would call them sort of like professional yeah crew and mm-hmm. and much more focused on like be- making a, a career and just like hustling really really hard and i and i've seen that i've seen loads of people like that and that's that's amazing my like direction is slightly more just like i'll just take it if it's if i just know that it'll be good crack yeah and good Actually, fun man. and 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 like so maybe i'm probably not. The, most qualified person to answer yeah yeah, but But like i would say that it is very much like you know as you said like networking with people face to face and and speaking with people but i've been just so like lucky that like i have never had to work for a band that um i just like that don't think are really nice people yeah or or that it's going to be good like a good fun and i knew that tour with you guys was going to be cool and i was really interested in and meeting you guys and and that was like class crack it was a great and, 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 and like the for example or like they're on the level and almost like that whole kind of crowd that um paul like the kind of world that he's in nearly is that like i don't think paul really surrounds himself with people that are too like bullshitty yeah it, it, like and he has made a career and and all the people 100%. are and and it's kind of like it's, I think it's just good to surround yourself with people who are sort of on the le- on the level. Do, do you know yeah. what I I really agree with that, right? So, like,
2: we've only been playing since last November, and we've had a kind of you know
0: that's insane. Work out how the whole
2: music industry works and stuff. And for me, it's just been sort of bullshit. But the one thing that I've noticed is like you've lost Paul Scum pieces of shit, and you've got you know all the guys who're doing really well, so like Paul, you know, yeah, like big promoters or whatever. Mm-hmm. And anyone who I've dealt with up here who's like really kicking ass there's just no bullshit
0: yeah yeah it's
2: like they just they're there for the love of it they're not there to show off they're not abusing their power they're there because they fucking love it yeah and they treat you know they just there is no bs it's like so authentic
0: totally and casual and i've like i think it's good for bands to especially like young bands to really like get a sense of that early on because i've gone i've been on tour with like bands that our young young bands, and on the first day of the tour, like they size you up, like who have you toured with, and who, and, and it's like this is the first time I've met you. Like, yeah. can we not like judge each other just on like our hu- human, yeah, like absolutely. how good we are? Yeah, as b- yeah. And it's just kind of like sometimes I get very fed up very quickly with people being too, like, yeah, just sort of like bullshitty about it, yeah. and, and 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 like you know if you can't just like sit down with a person and have a cup of coffee and a bit of like a chat yeah Yeah. then like you're fucked if they're if they're a label executive or if they're just like the cleaner at the venue yeah you're just you're just not gonna i think
1: i think that's very important as well to sort of get young bands especially past the starstruck phase as quickly as possible almost because i like it was for there was a kind of you know getting loaded onto a big Tour bus and all that was was unbelievable. But then yeah. I was so quickly brought down to earth that just Davulchka Grammy nominated but They were all just chatting to us, chatting so to each. It, it, everyone was very normal, yeah. and I and I, I feel like a lot of bands maybe sort of kind of think too much of these you yeah. know massive things, and that and then they it maybe overwhelms them in many cases, or even they kind of they they. They can't gauge what actually is exactly. a good opportunity or bad. I, th- I think it's a great way to actually.
2: It's like the, I'm guilty of. It's like you know, the, you know, the limelight. For example, my entire life, it's been like this big mech in a Glastonbury pinnacle. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then we, we eventually got there, and I, and I was there, and we're dealing with the staff and stuff, and everyone was just lovely and normal, like you're like you know, it's everyone's just just normal people. Yeah, Do you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. There's nothing,
0: you can't lose that like Get sort of on humanity on with
2: you. it's like you know I, I was at the back of my head I was like oh my god we're stepping on bus it's unbelievable but no one there gives shit about what they've done they just want to have a coffee and chat
0: Aye. do you know what I mean and it's probably that like, like Devochka have been doing it for years yeah and like they just know just like that it's going to be like vacuous if everybody's going like and who's your agent and who's your yeah. manager and mm-hmm. who and it's just like and whilst that stuff's important and those conversations need to be had if you're gonna you know be in a band it's like if you're gonna be on a bus with someone for a yeah. week you wanna know yeah. them as a person living with them and, and like, I remember very well another good example of this is Axis off did a tour with Frank Aero oh okay and, right and like you know the dude's headlined like Redmond Leeds he's, he's, yeah. he's a superstar essentially but when we pulled up
2: does
0: loads of merchandise by the way or, I, my, my, or did you, you do merch I've, for him no 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 we were we were playing but like we were selling our t-shirts beside him oh, and yeah. going like yeah he does the sell merch. Yeah, so they're all
2: like 15 year
0: old girls is it that would yeah. be the the fan base yeah yeah but like the first day of that tour we pulled up in our van and we were sharing a bus and we were like parking our van i think and putting our gear onto the bus or something like that there was some kind of gear swap over and uh the tour manager's like yo we're gonna swap all, all the gear out here and we, before we got off our van and looked out it was frank Aero who was put, opening the back of the bus and yeah. moving stuff yeah. and it's like the guy's like you know you know essentially a lot of people wouldn't think that he would be a grafter like that you know yeah. if, you, if, if the rock star image is supposed to be believed of the, of these people in successful bands but like you know it's it's kind of like there has to be that humanity and absolutely it. I th- I
1: think you need that to stop yourself going too insane if you get to that level. Definitely. Like I you know, Matthew was saying it, he was like, you know, if we get Mega, he'll be chatting to the to the lorry drivers. Yeah. Like he'll not be chatting to any music I people. Think I think you hand. want to talk to the
2: I think it goes hand in hand. Music is like if your music's good, it will resonate with someone. It will connect with someone and it will do something for someone. And I think in order to be able to do that, it's like the everyday things it's like can you have a conversation and have a coffee and enjoy some it's like there's a connection there and maybe that goes into music as well
0: definitely yeah do you know what I mean it's like and like what are your lyrics going to be if you live in like the just the ray Bands? late la la
2: ray Bans not yeah.
0: talking to anyone yeah it's like fuck that yeah totally I mean yeah I mean uh, that being said I do love Queen and they probably believed We'd all game. probably become
2: assholes if we got massive. That's yes yeah, We'd just become massive and juice all the time. We just have juices. I'm done. Ginger juice. and ginseng. What is it, Ginseng? What? Ginseng, is that a ginseng. Ginseng, is that I like, I saw a ginger the, and ginseng. Pour some water over him would you? But no what I was was gonna say there was like I think that's what it's all about, as you said, you and it's like enjoy the ride love the music and um, just love you know being on the road and it's such a privilege it's it is, like it's yeah. such a privilege and we should be thankful for it even if it's like even if even if we you know we all said screw this let's go to PwC tomorrow it's like we've had we've only been together a year or whatever but it's been like there's been so many amazing things I'll take yeah. it with me to the grave yeah exactly and it's like you take that into life in other aspects yeah. and, and the, the capacity for how great things can be it's like you step you've tipped the, do- the toe into the water of how good things can be and it's like if it doesn't work out music it's like it's waiting for you somewhere else uh, you
1: know, Just, yeah. i think that's an amazing place to uh begin to wrap up i'm afraid we're gonna have yeah. to oh, no. we're, we're gonna have to uh, oh, to finish it. up but uh ewan um
2: can
0: we
1: talk
2: about anywhere? Catalan last week two weeks ago An output sorry you were there, right? You can, you can review it. I can be the oh. official reviewer. All right, right 30 seconds. 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Uh, second absolutely class. Oh, he's, he's uh, forgive me for saying this, but you had a few sing-along anthems, which were fists in the air. Coldplay bangers. No, not coldplay. coldplay. Sorry, that was a real <laughs> dirty. I wouldn't lose back, like uh, backhanded compliments. <laughs> um, no, I thought it was fantastic. So do get down to the next Catalan show. Nah,
0: thank yeah. you.
1: When is the next Catalan? Yes, show? Yes, Ewan. So... Uh, who? Where, where? do you want to send people? Catalan well, next Catalan show and then
0: the next one is in Cardiff. So well, you, you might have Cardiff people. My brother's well, in Cardiff. Happy days. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's a Cardiff show, which at this point is the only one announced of probably a few shows. Um, so I guess it's okay. like watch the social media so yes, and
1: where can they, where can
0: our viewers, um, them? where would I you like send them? Where's the main place? The best. Pla- I'd say people? the best place is probably, um, people. That, that's oh, your flashbox. I'd say the best place has got to be probably Instagram right now. Is that, is okay. that right? So no, that's fine. We'll, it's, we'll, it's Catalan three times. And then very good. We can
1: put that in the, in the show notes. Me so. so you can click that on the show notes down below and, uh, any closing remarks oh oh no, no this sorry this is what we're gonna do by the way at the very end um desert island discs three three albums
0: oh. desert island what are you taking oh, I, I wish you had of maybe given me a heads up about that but no this whole thing the first the first one no no problem i could just say uh london column by the clash oh so that can be the first one but the other two i'm just gonna I'll probably have to battle with for a second but you could, I
1: can
2: there's give
0: you the, the
2: the,
1: no, I you the works of... Anastasia?
0: There's
2: no... If it helps
1: you, the workshops of two artists. Okay, the
0: work... Okay. If, if two more artists No, no, what, I, what I'll do... I'll give you the... The, the Desert Island disc is London Calling, cool. done. And then I'll just say my two current favourite records. Yeah. Who are you listening to at the minute? I'll say... Maybe um, that's a better one. The that latest Dirty Projectors album... And there's a band called Ewa, who are three uh, Arabic uh, Yemeni I hope sisters. WA,
2: tribute act, Awa.
0: Like- <laughs> yeah. That their their album. They've only got one album. I think Arabians it's self titled. Awa. A. Is it Arabs <laughs> with attitude? A- <laughs> Awa. It no, a- 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 yeah. could be that. Yeah. I don't know. So where are they from? Uh, Yemen. Yemen. Yeah. Yemen. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah man as you can hear, hear from our set the other night there's Arabic influence is there I don't know
2: I thought you were just speaking in tongues <laughs> I thought you were having a spiritual moment <laughs> well,
1: always, always. well Ewan thank you so much yeah, this has you. been yeah. an absolute pleasure thank you for being number one uh, guest number one number and.
2: One. One. no Ewan uh, we're delighted to have you and uh, we had a great time travelling around Europe and we had some great chats so thank okay. you for coming we'll, we'll,
0: uh, I'll give you a lot of Good luck for your following podcast. Thank Five. you. 100%. I'm sure it'll be a success, guys. You're going to know the next guy as well. He's also uh, yeah, like he, a big he, name at campus he, in campus, Belfast. He, you're doing Andy Cole's next. Spoiler! <gasps> so, sorry. Well, he was uh, Axisov drummer for yes. three tours it's or so. Like exactly. exactly, yeah. You knew this. Look
1: we go. You Thank That's you. us. And, and there we go. That's episode one, all wrapped up. Thanks very much for uh, for being with us and, uh, and for listening, for watching. Um, if you are. If you're watching this on YouTube, please do subscribe to the channel for more stuff. Uh, and uh, if you're listening on any podcast app, on Apple Podcasts, whatever, please be the first to give a review. You can—it could, could be the first of thousands of reviews. So then you'll be number one. Uh, obviously, give it one star if you didn't like it. Like, don't oh, do honestly, that. Don't do. It. No, honestly, give it five. If um, you hated it, give it one star. I'd rather do. <laughs> no, but I think not that it was fine. Do you reckon? Well, we'll pretty see. good. We'll see. Um, would you like to say it?
2: Uh, no, I just I uh, really enjoy chatting with Ewan. I learned a lot from him, and I think anyone, you know, trying to make go of a, a career in music, learn a lot from Ewan. And he's got a great outlook, and very positive, and, and is in it for, the, for such great reasons of just loving everything about playing music and going on the road. So awesome stuff. Thank you, Ewan.